I like to say that ETFs are the most democratized investment vehicle in the world. So much that you can buy one share. My grandma, who might be interested in you know putting a little money towards investing in cannabis, she can buy a minimum of one share, all the way up to say a European pension fund that may have、uh, interest in making an allocation to the cannabis industry. They could buy tens of thousands of shares if they so chose, and everyone is treated equitably. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today in Raising Cannabis Capital, we are continuing this month's Cannabis Investor Spotlight series with Matt Markovich, Managing Director of the Cannabis ETF THCX. Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dan. It's exciting. This is something new for cannabis. I think this is the first cannabis ETF that I know of that is exclusively cannabis. And you launched this in the summer, and it trades right now on the New York Stock Exchange under symbol THCX. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. For listeners who are not familiar with an ETF, can you explain what it is? Sure. ETF stands for Exchange Traded Fund, and in short, it's an investment vehicle that the listeners may kind of know as a mutual fund. But it actually trades on a stock exchange, as you alluded to, and there is intraday liquidity, meaning you can buy it in the morning and sell it in the afternoon if you wanted to. And there are some other attributes, such as some enhanced tax efficiency, and there's transparency. So every day, you know exactly what is in that portfolio, and that's available. On our website, this is very similar to all 2,000 plus ETFs in the United States. So, even though there's one T in ETF, I like to think of it as three Ts, standing for transparency, tradability, and tax efficiency within the ETF. Okay, there's 37 different cannabis companies in the fund. It seems like a lot. Is that pretty normal? I'd say, as you mentioned, you know there there are a few cannabis ETFs.、Uh, however, the 37 companies in the portfolio that have exposure to the legal cannabis industry not only you know kind of cover seed to sale, but there are companies involved in other aspects of the cannabis industry. There are over 100 publicly traded cannabis stocks out there. However, not all of them meet eligibility for our portfolio. Oh, okay. I saw in some of the companies are names that we would recognize, but are also have a division in cannabis, like Scotts. What was yep, the other? Yep, Scotts Miracle Grow, one of the bigger holdings. We also have a company in the portfolio called Perkin Elmer.、Uh, Perkin Elmer provide lab equipment and、uh, testing analysis for companies. Obviously, you know, you go to your dispensary and you see all those nice little stats on your little plastic eighth canister <laughs> of your Girl Scout cookies. That has to come from a lab. Yeah. So Perkin Elmer is a publicly traded company that's been doing testing and analysis for many years, and they're just branching in, into cannabis fairly recently. It's probably a small portion of the business, but again, it's definitely a growing avenue of revenue for them, given the fact that the cannabis industry is growing so rapidly in the U.S. It's growing rapidly in the U.S., but most of the public companies are still in Canada. Is that because of the laws in the United States still? Yeah, 19 of the 37 stocks are what's called Canadian licensed producers. 
So the companies that have licenses to, to grow and distribute marijuana in Canada. Uh, Canada, as you know, is the second country in the world to have legalized adult use marijuana. And uh, they were the first to kind of really access the public markets. They were early because of you know, that movement towards legalization there. Quite honestly, per the regulatory guidelines here in the U.S., we are not allowed to own any stocks that touch the marijuana plant within the United States, being still a Schedule One substance here. So the U.S. government still views companies operating illegally yeah. for all intents and purposes. So we're not allowed to own stocks of those companies within the fund, and that goes for our peer group as well. I'm on your website right now, and there's, if, if somebody's curious about investing in cannabis and wants more information about it, you have a great brochure in here called Cannabis Essentials. I think that would be really helpful for people thinking about making investments. And the best part about, about what you're doing is that you're opening this up to everybody. You don't need to be accredited. And, I mean, you can probably say it better than I, but it's just buying stocks. It's pretty easy, right? I like to say that ETFs are the most democratized investment vehicle in the world, so much that you, know, you can buy one share. My grandma, who might be interested in you know, putting a little money towards investing in cannabis, she can buy a minimum of one share, all the way up to, say, a European pension fund that may have uh, interest in making an allocation to the cannabis industry. They could buy I mean, tens of thousands of shares if they so chose, <laughs> and everyone is treated equitably. There's no sort of redemption period or holding period. You could buy in the morning and you can sell in the afternoon. So you have that intraday liquidity. And everyone is treated on the same playing field in terms of uh, the fee they pay, how the fund is taxed. And again, there's that transparency. So every single holder of the ETF knows what, exactly what's in the fund on a daily basis. I'm flicking around the website while we're talking, but I noticed that a lot of your investments are in the pharmaceutical and biotech side of the cannabis industry. Is that because there are more of those companies that are public right now? Yeah, correct. As the cannabis ecosystem develops globally, we expect to see more companies, you know, ancillary companies involved. But right now, the companies that have come to access the public markets and are listed on uh, major exchanges such as the NYSE, NASDAQ, or the Toronto Stock Exchange happen to be in the pharmaceutical and biotech industries. A lot of these companies sort of bridge the industry in terms of they're almost agricultural biotech and retail at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Think about a company like Canopy Growth. Yeah. They have a crop. They have to extract from on a scientific basis certain elements from the plant, and they also have storefronts up in Canada where they distribute the product to the buyers. So it's a really unique ecosystem in that you do have companies that are vertically integrated, but again, as, as I mentioned earlier, you do have companies that are specific in terms of services that they provide to the cannabis industry. And I also saw, I think, Canopy River on there. That's their investment arm. Yep. Canopy Rivers has a, has a pretty sizable portfolio of cannabis companies, again, not only that are growers and distributors, but they have various companies in the cannabis ecosystem, technology companies, for instance, mm -hmm. that aren't big enough to list on an exchange. Uh, they're private for now. Hopefully, you know, I'm sure Canopy Rivers thinks that they have the ability to go public at some point. But for now, it's almost like a venture fund of cannabis. Yeah. Well, it looks like you've touched the entire cannabis ecosystem in, with this fund. We've been speaking with Matt Markowitz, the Managing Director of the Cannabis ETF, THCX. 
And we'll have all of his contact information, including the stock symbol THCX on the MJ Bulls website. You know, if somebody's interested in, in purchasing some stock, you don't have to make a big commitment here. <laughs> his grandmother can go buy one share, buy it in the morning and sell it in the afternoon. Matt, this has been great. I appreciate your education that you gave everyone. I appreciate you being on the show. Thanks for having me, Dan. Look forward to uh, hopefully being on again. For sure. We'll definitely make that happen. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects Network. Network.